Hi, liebe Podcaster und Podcasterinnen, heute mal in <lacht> Deutsch, weil I'm getting super annoyed of my own voice in, uh, in English. So, <lacht> use a quick intro in German. <lacht> um, back at the headquarter in Berlin. New and improved sound setup. Yeah, hope you can hear. Hope you can hear the effort we put into it and be excited for lots of fun stuff today. Was geht's? Welcome back. That's probably the last German for the rest of the episode. Oh. Keep your ears open, though, because we might have a surprise for you. <laughs> um, we kick off this week with the same thing we always kick off, because I got high. And this week, we're going to start with the lows. Oh, yeah. So my week didn't start great, because mm. on Sunday, Rudy got picked up by his very loving family, to be fair. Yeah, <laughs> Rudy. <laughs> um, so they... The owner kind of called me, said like, oh, can you keep him until Tuesday because they come back later and just like the whole organization would be better if you just pick him up Tuesday. I'm like, yes, please. But then it was the little girl's birthday on Monday and she wanted Rudy to be mm, there as one of the that's birthday actually the guests. Sweetest thing I've ever it heard. is the sweetest thing I've ever heard. So I'm like, how can I say no to this? But as a German, I said nine. <laughs> <laughs> she did not say nine. I did not. Um, actually, we need to... Henny was less than sober during the Rudy handoff. Oh, yet yeah. She still took herself out of a bar, out of her seat, went and did her dutiful duty to hurt this little girl. So, yeah, high praise for Henny. <laughs> yeah. But they were super happy, um, yeah, how Rudy looked, felt, I don't know, appeared. So they even left the little toilet litter, cat litter toilet here for next in time. case yeah so in case when mm. he comes back it's like yeah we're so happy you like you know would look after him and i'm like yeah bring it back sweet please mm. go on holidays soon <laughs> really really's been our most popular guest on the show <laughs> yeah only as no, only yeah, yeah only um yeah but then monday tuesday felt lonely i must say mm. so like waking up not having you know someone to I don't know, just, you know, to cuddle, to comfort you when things get a bit, you know, stressful at work. And yeah, it felt weird. Not as weird as I would get work at myself right now, but <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it was definitely, I don't know, less nice waking up in the morning and like have a little break. Uh, yeah, probably my law of the week. Bye-bye, Rudy. <clears throat> so what about you? My law is semi-predictable but not entirely so England lost on Sunday night against Italy and truthfully we deserve to lose we were the worst team on the night and Italy were the best team both on the night and in the tournament so I, I'm, I'm quite like a stoical football fan like I understand when your team deserves to win when your team deserves to lose and what is fair my real low is how the England fans behave both in person in the stadium and also online afterwards we should separate yeah so we here. talked a little bit about I mean, we just quickly talked about what highs and lows were. And I said, like, okay, I didn't actually follow this, like, how the English fans reacted. I just heard, I guess it was kind of related to um, the last English guy kind of failed the... Yeah, the... So, so let's put it into two. So first is the mm. fans before the game. Okay. So they, the stadium is meant to only hold 60,000 people because of COVID. It can hold 90,000 mm -hmm. normally. And the fans just stormed the stadium. They really? broke through police barriers. They punched mm. children. Like, there's horrific what? scenes. Fans, like, there was a picture of a scene 
where a fan was just like snorting coke in front of a policeman, smashing wow. through a barrier and breaking into the stadium. And then fans who actually had legitimate tickets for those seats were too scared to get these jobs out of their seats. Yeah. So they, the people who paid 400 euros for a seat with their kids didn't get into the stadium, but hooligans did. And British football has been like tarnished with hooliganism since the 70s and 80s. And in the 90s, it was relatively redeemed and improved. Mm-hmm. And this for me is a real regression. Was that the games before as well? Or was it just like the last game? Just this one, it is the worst. Yeah. And that's that's the pre-match and the post-match. So England lost on penalties and the three players who missed the penalties were Raheem Sterling, sorry, no, Marcus Rashford, Jaden Sancho and Bukiaro Sacco. And all of these people are half or entirely from an ethnic minority. So half black or half Asian. Yeah. And they got so much racist abuse from England fans online. Like people using the most disgusting language. And it's just like, I don't understand what would possess you to call yourself a fan. Mm, and then exactly. part of being a fan is supporting your team when they lose and not yeah. blaming people. Like, taking a penalty is hard. Taking a penalty in a Euro yeah, Cup final is impossible levels of psychological trauma you can't imagine. The, the guy who missed the last penalty, he's 19 years old, he's yeah. a baby. Yeah. And like, firstly, I like, and people know I work for Facebook, right? So like, I can be honest, like I blame the platforms as well. <clears throat> like you shouldn't allow hate speech to prolifer- proliferate both on Twitter and Instagram to these players. Like you should be able to like, if somebody types the N word on Instagram, you shouldn't allow it to even be posted as a comment. Yeah. So I blame the yeah. platforms, but also it's people who are typing these things. And for me, it's, like I want two things. First, I think all of these people should be punished. They should never be allowed to watch a football game again in the UK. Yeah. And the good thing about can you track that? That's the thing. Like, yeah, the, the, the good thing about London is we are London is the most surveillance city in the world in terms of mm-hmm. cameras. Mm-hmm. So the people who were breaking the stadium, they will be caught. The people online, mm-hmm. it's harder because you know you can anonymize your identity. But then I, I think we England England as a country should pay a price for this, and I think the only appropriate price really would be for the next tournaments for our fans to be banned. Mm. And that it breaks it's my so heart. It's so sad. I don't know. It's so sad because like what sports is all about is like, you know, like, okay, win a game, be fair. I don't know. Have fun while you're doing it. And then like the whole outcome afterwards, it's just, I don't know. It's just an excuse to be racist or like find yeah. something to be violent, to be I, an absolute. I, I read incidents of domestic abuse go up 30% on the day England play. Like, mm. how horrific is that? Win or lose, they got 30% because people drink a lot and yeah. then whatever happens, they're violent to their partner. Like, <laughs> it's absolutely abhorrent how, like, England fans, and, like, personally, yeah. as someone who doesn't live in England anymore, I don't have, like, a close affinity. It's really hard for me to stomach. Like, mm. can I really support this team? I should be able to support the team. Yeah. The team are amazing. Like, it's a, Yeah, that's true. Because, like, every, I mean, every, every English person I know is not entirely true, but, like, so a lot of, English person, uh, person I met, and then including you, they were so excited that England actually got that far, you know, and then seeing this, I don't know, like the other side of it, like seeing the fans just like being absolute mental and I don't know, not respecting everyone, but just it's despicable. Know. It's absolutely despicable. Yeah. And I just, I really show like, I love football. We've talked about probably like four out of the six parts we've done. <laughs> and like for the next week, like, so it's been four days now mm. I haven't like engaged I didn't follow any of the media I just couldn't I was like I felt so disillusioned with it so that, yeah. anyway enough lows <sighs> no yeah. more football now for a couple of months and thankfully can park that Henning what's your high of the week um probably the same day as your low started <laughs> <laughs> Sunday uh I must say I got to experience uh, a 
Sunday sesh again. <laughs> Sunday sesh. Sunday, a lot of our Sunday listeners sesh. might not be in Berlin or might not know what that means. Tell us, tell us more. <laughs> yeah. So as you know, COVID hit all countries pretty hard and Germany was affected by it. Um, everyone who lives in Berlin who went out quite often, let's say, uh, before March 2020, um, probably suffered even more because clubs are still op uh, still closed, right? And even um, restaurants where we opened, bars where we opened, um, clubs remain closed and also, let's say, festivals and whatever mm. is all closed. Um, so that means, in total, I haven't danced or like a lot of people haven't danced in a year and a half, yeah. or like over a year and a Every half. Every year and a half, yeah. Which is, I mean, it, se it seems simple. It seems completely, I don't know, maybe not necessary, But um, I got to buy tickets with uh, Evie. <laughs> um, long time listener. Long time listener. Never, never call her. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, actually, no, we received one feedback from her. Um, but yeah, so she asked me if we want to go to this, yeah, it was like outside kind of It's party. It's an open air, right? Yeah, like, an open air setup on Sunday. And yeah, we discussed a few details and I'm like, yeah, honestly, why not? Let's book it. Book the tickets. Send it. Send it. <laughs> book the tickets. Uh, got a test done on Sunday. She came over for some pre-drinks. And then we went. We went at like 4.30 or something. Um, was quite empty. The venue was but, water game, But do you right? know what? Do you know what? People got rejected at the entrance. <laughs> I was literally like, even oh. though it was empty. Even, I mean, you don't, you didn't see if it was actually that empty because uh. I mean, it started at two. We got there at like four, four thirty, and it just picked up, right? Because I think it went on until Monday morning. Sure. And obviously, like the better DJs came in Later. the afternoon, yeah, yeah. evening. Um, so, and I have no clue because I mean, okay, there are like a few things you, you needed a mask, you needed to test or be vaccinated or, um, Did you need a mask even when you were dancing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But I don't know. It's still surprising. People got rejected at the entrance and I'm not sure like for, for what reason, but it kind of looked like they, they had, they had a test and everything. So maybe it was just like, you know, be rejected <laughs> for, don't know, like the, the normal Berlin club where you get rejected for whatever reasons. Well, like no idea. One of the get times, done, like, a face. like the first time I got rejected from, I think it was Berghain or another club. Yeah. The phrase that in my German wasn't very good back then. It was a few years ago. Mm. They went, Leider heute nicht. <laughs> and I didn't know what he said. My friend obviously spoke German. We just walked away. Yeah. And I was like, what did he say? What is it? <laughs> what is it? What is it? <laughs> Definitely a reason. For our, for our non Leider friends, heute nicht. <laughs> it means, uh, Today, sadly, not. Yeah, yeah. yeah, no particular reason. And I guess that was like one of the things that just had to reject some people. Yeah. Anyway, we walked in. There were uh, music playing. It was good. It wasn't too full. It was actually a really nice day as well. So they had like some, so there was like a stage and uh, on uh, like, what is it called? Like in front of the stage, they had a kind of a tent set up. So they have like a big kind of, not, not a tent, a but a big, um, yeah, maquis, yeah, yeah, whatever you call it. Um, in case of rain, in case of actually yeah. rain, because I think that was forecasted. Um, but then a big outside area with two, three bars, I would say. Uh, yeah, so we got some drinks. We met a few people there as well. And yeah, and then we just stand there and then we're like, come on, we just have to dance. And it was so good. We actually yeah, danced nice. and it was, 
it sounds so it sounds so simple when yeah. I say it, but like just the feeling of everyone around you, just like you know, completely being so loose and so happy and um yeah, that's true. You have to dance with a mask as well, which honestly wasn't mm. wasn't the greatest because it is quite warm. It was quite warm and with a mask, especially with this FFP2, um, it's just yeah, it's just no idea. But what, honestly, what? you have the possibility to do it so what vibe was the music? Is it because this was the club was Watergate, which is um, in Friedrichshain, right on yeah. the spray? Yeah, on the spray. Um, it was it was electro. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Um, not a particular DJ I know, but I mean, do I even know anyone? <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, the music itself was was actually really good. I liked it. Nice. I didn't. I think we missed the first DJ. I think it was like a girl. Didn't know her. Um, was the music good? I don't know. But then I think from the second to the fourth, the second and third and fourth, I think um, we uh, yeah we we listened to and it was nice. And also with people, you know, being I don't know, being so friendly, being so yeah. open. They they come and talk to you. They I don't know. It was just it was just great. I it got so wonderful. so excited about what's what's coming now yeah um was honestly i mean it wasn't wasn't great it was sunday you know i wish i could have stayed forever and then just like you know dance into like the next morning maybe maybe even you know the sunset would have been nice i don't know we left for the england game in the end I because we had to that. we had to support, uh, support. Our, yeah, our co-host here um which was totally fine because i mean haha lol monday work day um <laughs> But yeah, honestly, was my highlight on the weekend and in the last seven days. It sounds great. And I know now more regulations are loosening because um, you can have like people into up to a thousand people, I think. So, what? so it's just, <clears throat> mm-hmm. we'll cut that out. Uh, so it's just for Gaston is open like with its full But like for venues. partying? For... Yeah. Really? If you have an exit uh, Hello, <laughs> why didn't we book anything? I saw some friends on the Insta went to for Gaston last week. Mm. Uh, hello, Friday party. Yeah. No, my dad's coming. I can't. <laughs> Bring your dad. Byod. Yeah. Um, my highlight was involved Henny. Um, as, so. as always, <laughs> oh, naturally. naturally. <laughs> um, so I had a friend from a previous job who lives in Paris come and visit, and this was something that when I I lived in Berlin five years, people coming to visit is like the most common thing. You know, everyone thinks, oh, I have a friend in Berlin. I'm going to crash on their sofa and party. And now it hasn't happened for a year and a half. Like since COVID, no one's come to visit because a lot of my friends live in Europe and there's been quarantine regulations or travel regulations, blah, blah, blah. And it was so nice to have uh, my friend Tiffen, uh, she works in Paris, she's French, come visit just for the weekend, Friday through, through Monday morning. And it was so nice. It was nice firstly to show off Berlin to her. Like yeah. we went to a museum because the weather wasn't great on Friday. We met, um, we just like stayed on Maybach Ufa, had a few beers, you know, like getting mm. the vibe, like on Admiral's Brooker. And then we went to a really nice restaurant. Uh, Henny joined us yeah. a little bit late, Henny. But stole some food. Stole some food. Had a cocktail. We had pisco sour. Mm-hmm. We had some sour. Was it actually pisco sour? I think it wasn't pisco sour. No. <laughs> it was something else. Yeah. A green drink as well. <laughs> Going to be honest with you, it wasn't the by the second one of those. <laughs> uh, and then we, I would say bar hop, but we didn't. We just bar <laughs> we went to one bar. Planning to bar hop. But to be fair. The weather was awful. It yeah, was really cold yeah. on Friday night. And and like even when we were sitting outside, it was windy and rainy. And we didn't have that. Um, yeah. So I came and literally just started storming. I'm like, yeah. oh, great. My friend didn't have a negative test that 
evening so she couldn't because she got one the day before she could we had to sit outside but that was friday saturday was a really nice day just um going around brunches showing her stuff and then sunday we went to another brunch and sunday night the game and it, it was complete positive, but it also reminded me how exhausting it can be. That's what I'm saying. I felt like last weekend was the first in a while that I socialized so much. And I, I was like saying to our group, like, how did we do it last year or last year, like two, two years ago, that we socialized almost every single day. And it also includes like, you know, going to the office and obviously, um, you know, talking to colleagues and stuff because now we're all in home office. How did we do it? It was exhausting. Yeah. I mean, kind of exhausting in a good way. You know, like you feel kind of, I don't know, like full and happy, but also tired. I felt tired at this yeah. uh, Monday, Tuesday. I was like, well. <laughs> it was it was super exhausting in the end. And I didn't think it's something I'd want to do every week, but it was very nice to have a yeah. friend's visit. Um, and you'll hear more from Tiffan later in the mm. pod. Welcome back, everybody, and we are super excited to have a listener mail coming out to us live. <laughs> well, I was say Penny's meant to say something then, but she didn't. And we are introducing uh, an old friend, but a new listener, Tiffan Walton. Tiffan, what is your question? Well, my question is like, why are we getting drunk in a French bar in Berlin while I'm French? Like, wouldn't you have any other like fancy idea to take me as a bar? It's a, it's a good question. As a born Berliner, as, like you guys are born, born Berliner. We are born Berliners. What? So, like, what more exciting like project could you have taken? Oh, we're going to. We just started. We're starting anyway. Tune in next week to find the answer. Well, thank you for that question, Tiffan. And we appreciate all of your listening. Well, Henny, how can our guests, how can our audience get in touch how with us? How could you do this to her? How? <laughs> um, I think what it was, it's, well, first, it was the closest one to the restaurant we just came from. Literally, and it was it, literally pissing down. It was <laughs> so cold, we had wet, to find windy. Something. It wasn't, I mean, we're looking outside now and I can see blue sky and like a nice sunshine. Yeah. And I mean, in the end, I don't know, like, can you say it was, was French except of they had like good, good wines to choose from, yeah. but a part of it, like, I think it wasn't very French anyway. So it was cozy, nice vibe. Yeah. It was actually really, really nice in there. I remember, I think after the first bottle of wine, I asked you, should we try and go somewhere else? And you were like, no, I'm very happy here. <laughs> that is true. Uh, really much enjoyed it there. It was yeah, I so said it was very yeah. cold outside. It wasn't a nice, warm summer day where you can yeah. just like, you know. Explore and die hard. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So we're like, nah, gonna stay here, have a winter red wine. Two bottles of wine. <laughs> two bottles. I had two gin and tonics. Was... I couldn't deal with the white wine in the end. I had yeah, yeah. And we had like tiny glasses and you just drink it in like one sip and then it was done. I'm like, what? Okay, why would bottles down? But let's be clear. When people come and visit the Board Berlin's HU, we are great hosts. Great. Great. Right. Come visit. Always choose the best possible options for you. Greece. Oh my God. Greece. Welcome back, everybody. Henny's in uh, turmoil in full right, now. right now. <laughs> and I'm going to put her on the spot. So, Henny. Hey, what, what about we, two, we, we do a like, divided one? Can we talk about two places? 
Is that is that not cool? No, nah, we, we alternate to give give voice to one person for that segment. So Henny, G is for drum roll. Okay, I do Gilly Island. Gilly Island. Yeah. So maybe tell listeners what we didn't choose. Okay, okay. So we didn't choose Greece. Um, and I was thinking about Greece because last year in September I went to um, Crete with my co-host. Exactly. And it was awesome. It was it was amazing. We were drinking twenty four seven the same drink we're drinking right now. <laughs> this is not for a sprit. With, with with like straws that were even orange. Yeah, yeah. and uh, we were in like 10, 10 degrees hotter and in a pool while doing so. But um, <clears throat> while scrolling a little bit through the internet, I also realized that Gilly Island start was a G. And for listeners who are not familiar with Gilly Islands, Gilly Islands is a insel oh insel oh, oh wow okay honey and that was half German half English and an island or like a like a contribution of like three islands mm -hmm. in Indonesia nice very close to Bali I think actually belonging to Bali and so it's Gilly oh now I need to lie Gilly Travangan Gilly Air and Gilly something else and I feel like Gilly uh, something else is the most populated one so I think most of them actually going to Gilly Travangan which is also um aka the party island of <laughs> Bali or used to be the party island I think they have like other islands now which are also quite popular in Bali but um I will talk about this today also because I went there twice <laughs> set, set the scene how old are you what, what period of your life is this yeah so as i said i went there twice first time i went after my oh this actually okay so bali or indonesia is probably a little bit closer to australia than it is to germany or maybe it's right in the middle don't <laughs> yeah, yeah don't ask me <laughs> for geographics but um first time I did it after I finished my work and travel year in Australia I had like a month left so I went to Bali and traveled no I traveled traveled met some friends there and ended up in Gili Travangan um for you know a last banter before back to reality and so that was in 2015 okay and then last time I went there was in 2019 also when I finished my you know, other work and travel nice. here in New Zealand and it was on my way back home and I, I don't know, like a friend was there. So I'm like, yeah. Did you go to the same island? <clears throat> we, yeah, we went to the same island, which is like the most populated one, which is like the most hotels and okay. hostels and okay. stuff, which makes the most sense to like do stuff there. Yeah. Um, first time was probably a bit different to the second one because second time there was actually Ramadan. So mm. things were a little bit quieter in the end. Um, first time was, um, yeah, a bit more hectic, let's say that. <laughs> so, but it was the first time I've ever been to that kind of island as well. So it was probably a bit more special while well, like, I second time I knew what's coming for me. Um, so for people who don't know, they're like on Gilly Islands, there is no, or there are no cars allowed at all. And uh, slash also no police. <laughs> I mean, not not allowed, no police. That's not true. But there is usually no police, so it is a bit wild. And it is also like you know, roads don't really exist, and the transportation is by 
Whew, and now I'm missing the English word, but hey, as we want to introduce more German into our podcast, um, by Kutschen, you know what Kutsche is? It's like this kind of um, carrier with a horse. Okay, yeah, like an actual horse. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, like you have like mm. a carrier where you put in like yeah. people and then it's... it's um, Like a carriage carried, or a horse-drawn ca carriage. Carriage by a horse, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, I wasn't expecting that. Like, yeah, it is, it is. I thought you were going to say mo moped. Or no, like, no, 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 it's, it's mostly like horses on this. Really? Yeah, yeah, so you're yeah. like people partying and then getting horses to go between bars? Or... I mean, between bars, you don't have to because it's an island and okay. it's quite small. So it's a quite small island. You you have either, so you have like one site, which is kind of populated with um, bars and restaurants and hotels and backpackers. And um, then you have the other side of the island, which is more, probably for like families if you just want to have like a quieter one but this whole island you can like you take like a bike like mm -hmm. a bicycle and you can cycle around in let's say two hours okay so it's definitely not big we're yeah. talking like 20 kilometers around max probably so, yeah yeah, okay. yeah but so you got you got a horse from your hotel to so the... what we did so we took a um, ferry mm -hmm. because you know you have to take a boat um from the main island i think we took it from kuta i would say probably Seminyak Kuta, um, from the Bali main island. And then we, is it around like an hour maybe to Gili? Sure, sure. Yeah. Uh, take your, take your seasickness pills before I'm telling you. <laughs> it's, def it's definitely not an easy ride. Depends how much you're willing to pay for this ferry ride. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, quite wavy. Yeah. And then you... I know, you, yeah, I don't know. It's so raw. I feel like no one, like if people have been to islands, they can understand what it means. But yeah, so you carry your backpack on top of your head because you literally have to step out of the boat in water. So there's no, you know, no proper bridge or like checking okay, out Jesse, or whatever. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, pretty cool. And then you step into this island, onto this island. No proper roads. So you, um, do you have to know? You don't have to check in. You literally just come and then people kind of want to guide you through your, um, hotel or hostel or already offer you like the first drink on the island <clears throat> and then you have to either carry your suitcase <laughs> suit i mean you're you're lucky if you have a backpack then because there are no proper roads yeah. right like so having a suitcase it's rather uncomfortable because you have to carry it through or drag it through sand and mud and dirt um yeah so that's why horse carriage just like waiting there as well to bring you to your hotel um and yeah, so it is, I mean, I don't want to say it's the most beautiful island I've ever seen. That's not true because as I said, like the more backpacker, the more people live on an yeah. island, you know, the dirtier it is, obviously. But it, um, yeah, it's definitely worth a visit if you're young. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so the first time um, we checked into our hotel, got some food. I mean, obviously, Bali, Indonesia is pretty cheap pretty cheap it has amazing seafood because it's literally an island so yeah. you know see seafood around it and it like also all those spa cosmetic things are super cheap there oh, nice. so you can get like a massage, massage. for five euros or whatever yeah. like six sixty euro mass uh, 60 minute massage for like five euros um this view to the ocean um love it absolutely love it and yeah so and then in the nighttime, it starts to like pick up with all bars or like kind of bars. You get like those 
um, buckets to drink. So, so people people will have heard of the buckets, yeah. and people are often like told not to drink the bucket. Yeah, should probably not drink it. Tell us, tell us what a bucket is. <laughs> I mean, you... to be fair, uh, I di- I didn't drink the bucket, so I never ended up being completely unconscious <laughs> in in a sense. Uh, yeah, so the buckets in probably Aust- uh, Australia, like in probably heard of it in, in Thailand and in Bali and so on. Um, are probably just a mixture of alcohol with some mixers. Uh, you put a straw in and then you just drink out of it. But I don't I don't want to say that it's the bartenders or the bar itself, but people who or like people who prepare the drink, but it's very easy to like put something else in mm. it to make you um, either willing to do things you don't want to do or um, I don't know just completely lose conscious and they can just like rob you you know Mm. which is quite common on these kind of islands so they usually tell you either what you drink very closely or just um, order um, bottles so like you know bottled beers and yeah and ask them to open it like in front of you so you can see it super bad like I don't really want to say that but it is definitely a thing there especially where like backpackers around Anyway, don't want to put you off. Gilly Islands is um, a fun thing. So, and then the last time I was there, I was with, you know, obviously I was a bit more mature. <laughs> Not <laughs> <To> relative. <laughs> relatively. And I went there with a friend I met in New Zealand. Um, and yeah, so we also took a, took a bike and just like cycled around the whole island. Actually uh, did a bar tour, like a bar hopping nice. tour. But also on the kind of like more remote parts of the island, which is super nice because then it's like super quiet. You off have, the main. Yeah, off yeah. the main tracks, off the main road. Exactly. Um, then, yeah, we just chilled out a little bit in like one of one of the bars or like two of the bars there. Um, watched sunsets. They, I mean, obviously they have amazing sunset. And if you're located on an island, you can always watch the sunset. You can just like cycle around. Mm-hmm. And... Um, yeah, and then also the, they have like food markets on mm. the island, so they open it at night, and then you can just like grab some, you know, you can just grab a plate and just like fill it up with the favorite stuff, and then, I don't know, you pay like two euros or whatever. It's like so so cheap, and um, pretty pretty good. I mean, obviously it's kind of very touristic right now, and if, I mean not right now. Right now it's nothing very touristic, <laughs> but it <laughs> has been quite yeah. touristic two years ago. Um, but yeah. So there are other islands now in Bali, which are, I think, getting more um, fame. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I've been there too, and they're also very, very nice. But if you look for fun, excitement, backpackers as well. I mean, it's also nice if you have, like, you know, the same age, kind of the same yeah. intentions, uh, people, like, being there. Um, go for it. Also, they have good clubs there. Was there yeah. anything else you ate apart from the night mark <laughs> and the, <laughs> the bustle? Uh, okay, full disclosure, <laughs> if like anything triggers you <laughs> regarding um, psychedelics or anything, then maybe it's the time to tune off you. But um, yeah, I mean, full disclosure, there are it is there is a reason why there is no police on this island because drugs in general are quite heavily sanctioned in Indonesia. Because it's a Muslim country, right? Like predominantly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I think that's the reason they just keep the police away on those islands right because i mean obviously more backpackers means more money into the country so i guess there is like a kind of a silent agreement between them um but yeah you see (laughs) basically on every corner you see that you can buy some um 
like or like a very nice mushroom shake or like a mushroom ice cream or mushroom anything mushroom uh, cola or <laughs> whatsoever and or like you just see science with basically mushrooms um yeah maybe tmi but of course <laughs> me and my friend uh tried it because you know yolo <laughs> and uh yeah so we tried actually twice so the first time someone approached us um because they do also just sell it sell it on the street we were having a and as i said right like the, the second time we were there there was actually ramadan so the yeah. island was pretty quiet and there was a guy coming to us like talking to us like like a local very very nice and uh, yeah he's like hey do you do you want some mushrooms and we're like what <laughs> what is that <laughs> <laughs> and um yeah and then he offered us some so you you buy it in in cones so it's it's literally it's, it's mushrooms it's like, like what you for the mushrooms. yeah you pay per cone and then our first our first drink was literally mixed up in a in a with a cola with like i literally wouldn't recommend because it tastes like dirt it tastes like a dirty cola it tastes like you have like some earth mixed into cola so it was blended yeah it was blended so he showed us the cones and it's literally like um so it's mushrooms you can pick here as well okay right so i mean if you're a mushroom picker i don't know in in autumn and you pick the wrong mushrooms then you probably do exactly the same what they do there uh i heard uh, so like kind of autumn i mean yeah obviously yeah autumn is like the best best time yeah, yeah. also also there in indonesia because then you have like a little bit of um humidity yeah area. humidity what like mushrooms need to grow in and apparently they're also grown very close to um farms because okay. apparently like like cows and mushrooms have kind of a symbosis. <laughs> I don't know. This is more people are listening for. Tell hey, us yeah, about yeah, the effects. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> tell us, tell us all your, um, I don't know, very well-studied people. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, so we went around the corner. He had like his, his little laboratory there. <laughs> ah, joking. So he, he showed us like the mushrooms and you just put it in a blender with some Coke, Coca-Cola. And then he um, blended it up and gave us the shake. With a like, straw or like you stand it? Or uh, yeah, no, it was a, was it a straw. No, I think it was a straw, yeah. I mean, obviously it was super chunky and everything. Yeah. So, I mean, the taste wasn't great. But um, yeah, and I didn't feel anything. I didn't feel anything. Um, my friend didn't feel anything. So you did one cone each or you split a cone in We, two? oh, good cue. I think. No, we did one cone each because that's what he recommended. So apparently there are also like different kind of strength in mushrooms and he uh, recommended the medium one um, and, we, and and to, to share one. Uh, he, I mean, he recommended the strong one and mm. don't share one. So we're like, no, nah, okay. I think, no, we actually went for the very medium, uh, the very light one, um, one each and mm. then just mix it into a Coca-Cola. Uh, yeah, and it was yeah i don't know so i walked home I, I felt like maybe the colors were a bit more colorful and the lights were a bit more um lit up i don't know and i went home and as i said right it was ramadan so no bar or restaurant and stuff was open after 12 actually there i uh, went to our hotel room and just switched on some music and it was i don't know i was like yeah okay i i, I remember that i couldn't really look at my phone because i couldn't focus on like mm, something yeah the colors and that, yeah, yeah. 
and my friend, my friend was actually just, she at some point she just sat down on my bed and looked into the bathroom because it was closer to the bathroom. And then she's like just whipping her head up and down. And she's like, oh, do you see the colors there? Like just or the, the dots, like the, the colorful dots just whipping up and down. I'm like, uh, no. <laughs> and he's like, oh, okay. And then she's like, yeah, okay. They, they don't leave me alone. And so she like, was vibing. And she yeah. was vibing. I don't know. So, okay. And here's the thing. We exactly took the same amount of uh, mushrooms. And for her, it's like her reaction was so much stronger. Yeah. Um, she was from Liverpool, actually. Scouser? <laughs> yeah, Scouser. And she definitely sounded like this. So half the time, I also didn't understand what she was saying. I'm like, ah, yeah, I guess that's fun sure. for her. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So at some point, she was just like, yeah, okay, that's my life now. Mm-hmm. And then I looked up, oh, how long is actually this trip going on for? <laughs> I think it was like six hours or so. Uh, yeah. Well, long story short, didn't really uh, bust for me, except of a few... Um, different colors and you know a bit, bit of a vibe but not too much um, vibe for her for a very long time we had to leave the island the next day mm. so her trip wasn't the greatest let's say that after, yeah, I yeah. mean I didn't feel anything afterwards um, but she texted me because then we um, took different turns in Bali so she went to somewhere else and I went to somewhere else and she texted me okay I was literally throwing up the whole day no more oh. vegetables for me <laughs> uh yeah um but yeah so that is definitely a thing in gilly island as well you will see the um the the uh, signs everywhere with a little mushroom on head and if you're keen if you want to try something new if you want to um open your mind for <laughs> something new then your place to be cheers for gilly islands Okay, und heute starten <lacht> Warum wir. Warum Deutsch? Heute starten Wirklich? wir mit. Uh, okay, so first question: Do you know what your next favorite um, is translated into German? Dein nächster Lieblings? Ja, yeah, well, actually good. Dein deine oder dein nächster Lieblings Dinge. Oh, Dinge oder. Ja, ja. Things, things to do. Um, well, just yeah get into it what's your next favorite because you were very excited to talk about it i've totally blanked <laughs> flights flukes <laughs> sorry guys you can tell that some of us have had two apple spirits as well recording this um so henny was speaking in german there and that's a hint i didn't get it um, so I've been here five years and my German has like, it's never been a linear progression. It's like, I've gone through periods where it's intensely improved because I've been studying or taking classes. And then it's gone through periods where it's regressed because I've been working in a English speaking cosmopolitan workplace. And, and you don't have to speak English in Berlin. That's <laughs> German. Uh, sorry, German. Yeah, no. Um, but now I'm really committed to improving my German for several reasons. My partner and her family speak a lot of German. Also, it's like, it's good to, I think, a way of really understanding a culture. And so I've been trying to do little things because, you know, it's like the little things adding up, the accumulation of that makes a big difference. So, for example, I watched um, a lot of the soccer, a lot of the football in German language commentary. Um, and that leads me to my next favorite. So your next favorite radio station, and yes, radio does exist. Obviously, it's digital radio. 
you pay uh, 50, 52 euros for it, like a quarter. In case, true, in yeah, case you don't do. know. Yeah, it's public, right? Um, is Flux FM. Um, you can just Google that or go on. Even, it's even on like um, Spotify or anything and listen to it. Um, I like it because I'm not like, even though I live in Berlin, I'm not really into my techno or electro or even like drum and bass, heavy stuff. I'm, I'm a bit lighter, a bit more um, lyrics based. And it's much, much more music that really resonates with me. It's indie, indie folk, a bit of punk. And I've been listening to it a lot in the shower. Wait, now I just made a connection. So is this the stuff you actually invited me to next uh, week? No, on that's Wednesday. Different. That's different. That's different? That's different. Okay. But because it was also because of that, I then started researching bands and researching like, okay. Because as Henny told you earlier in the episode, like Berlin is waking up. It's coming alive. There's gigs, there's events, there's stuff. And so now like to do those things, you have to remember to book them. <laughs> you know? Mm, exactly. These are problems we haven't had for the last year. And now I'm like, okay, so next Wednesday I have a free evening. What do I want to do? I thought, let's go to a gig. And, and so, but yeah, so highly, strongly recommend, not just if you want to preview German, because truthfully, it's a it's a music radio show. So a lot of it is just English songs. But is it good music, nice vibes? What's the, what's the frequency? Oh my God, can, can we ask that? <laughs> do, you, do you even know that? I've what's really the frequency of it? So say. for example, if I want to tune in on, like in, in my car, I need to know the frequency, right? <laughs> okay. like, People might be able to hear me typing it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm giggling it. He's being a business guy on his uh, laptop. Ah. Um, 100.6. Okay. So 100.6. 100.6. Yeah. I haven't listened to it analog, particularly. Um, and in case, I think we were talking about before, um, so for anyone who knows Fluxbau, I think this is related to yeah. it, right? So I think this is, I mean, I'm not even sure if it's the same station or whatever. It is, but yeah. yeah. Is so, like so, a, so they have a um, venue space on mm -hmm. Schleswig-Tor and um, Kopernikastrasse, and it's like has a deck overlooking the spray, or literally on the spray, and every Wednesday they have, um, they do a recording. And so you can go there for free because it's public radio. It's first come, first serve. And so I'm really excited now, like stuff is opening up again. So go there. Yeah. It's super close to where Henny and I live. Yeah. So we might uh, go to, oh, what was the band called next week? The song was called Zontag. Yeah. So it's actually a German band. I was yeah. like, what was he? I'm trying to get into my, into my German. Um, but this isn't there. This was at um, Rummelsburg Buch. Um, they also, and again, it's not. Um, It's not a uh, electro or punk or techno. It's very much like a jazz or um, funk, I would say. The band is called Marty Fisher. Fisher. Hey, every, Fisher. everything ends in a Fisher. And the song is called Zontag. Um, <laughs> okay. Sounds good. Maybe we can, uh, maybe because we can insert Spotify songs, right? Uh, yeah, for, yeah. Sure, for sure. We'll, we'll play that after this. Anyway, Henny, that's my next favorite, Flux FM. What is your next favorite? Um, my next favorite... Probably seems a bit odd. I don't know. Um, but it's just another app. Aptastic. <laughs> Aptastic. Um, yeah, anyway, so it was randomly suggested to me on Instagram because <laughs> I'm such a sucker for that. And I was like, oh, okay, that looks um, cool. And the app is called Paired. And it basically gives you a um, couple quizzes and couple questions um a day i mean depends if you if you if you buy the the premium version or not i actually bought it oh i i didn't buy it but the partner bought, bought it um 
Yeah, exactly. He just he just showed it to me. And it's actually super, super interesting. So you have a question a day, which for example could be, and this is just an example for what I got and I'm only using it for like the last four days or so. Um tell us something or not tell us, but tell the app something which is which you like about your partner, which is cute about your partner. Um, which he doesn't even know or she doesn't even mm. know. You know, for example, I don't know, like she's smiling for like, you know, specific things she doesn't even realize she's smiling about. Or um, what I said is like, uh, for example, Lee like, talks in his sleep. Like he has no fucking clue. <laughs> I'm waking up, it's like he's usually talking. I'm like, what? Yeah, it's kind of, kind of cute. But like, you know, then, then I remember. Um. And then you also have quizzes. So you answer questions for yourself. For example, what's uh, so, and then it's also with like multiple choice, right? So, like, um, which movie would you watch or like which food would you eat? You answer it for yourself. And then you also answer it for your partner, what you nice. think what your partner would pick. And then your partner does Matches exactly it, the same. Yeah, yeah. And you can only see the answer when your partner has answered as well. Um, which I think is super interesting because you learn so many new things about your partner um, and maybe also about yourself or like also how your partner sees you, yeah. which is um, very, very interesting and makes, I don't want to say, I mean, as I said, I only, you know, use it for four days and we were like talking about I'm like, ooh, like I would have never expected that. And I don't know. So it kind of like gets also a conversation um, started awesome. yeah, and yeah. yeah, it's, it's interesting. Now, okay, so stop. our recommendations for this week are your next favorite radio station, Flux FM, and again, your next favorite app, Bird. Welcome back, favorite listeners of our podcast. We're at the section Never Have I Ever, and um, It's actually a first we have here, not not for me, but for some of our uh, some of our hosts. <laughs> um, and this is never have I ever bought a car. Big news! Big news! <laughs> Mark Twain said, "You go bankrupt very slowly, and then all of a sudden, you buy a car very slowly, and then all of a sudden." <laughs> I hope this is not happening to you right no. now. <laughs> Um, but it does seem very quick, listeners. I'll give you that. Um, let me try and explain my logic. It seems quick because um, tuning back into our like first first or second episode, um, so Mithra doesn't even have a driving license. So yeah. maybe this is I a never surprise had a that he actually bought a car. Never but had a lesson. Here's yeah. the story. <laughs> so I think it's just a combination of two factors. One is, uh, three factors. One is my partner and I both love to travel. I think everyone does, and everyone's yep. desperate to travel now mm -hmm. because of COVID, not being able to. The second reason being our jobs allow us to work remotely for some portion of the year and combine that with travel and um, vacation. So we could, for example, work remotely for two weeks and then take one week vacation and be three weeks yeah. in another yeah. country. Mm -hmm. And the third reason, I guess this is the deciding factor, is There is a doggo involved. A doggo. <laughs> and see, it's always it's always the pet. So if we had any any reasons one and two, we'd probably just fly places or <laughs> take a train. Yeah. Um, but the doggo is more than eight kilos, which in in Europe is the rule for 
being able to be taken in the passenger seat versus oh, really? being in the hold. I mean, also, that would be fucking horrible for the pet. In the I hold. imagine. I don't know. The pet would be terrified in the hold. Yeah. In the passenger seat, it's okay. Like, you can carry it. You can hold it like, physically. Um, but, like, I mean, the, the pressure and stuff? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Dogs get terrified. So, yeah. so so my partner doesn't want to do it, put it in the hold at all, and it's too heavy. And look, I'm not trying to, like, fat shame. It's a normal dog. Fat. <laughs> 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 like, 10 kilos isn't heavy for a dog. Um so yeah, so the combination of all these three factors has meant we've been looking at getting a car. Initially, it started for one specific trip, which was in September. Spoilers, I don't even think I've shared this with Henny. From maybe the 6th of September to the 24th. We're gonna, Outrage. We're going to try and go to Lake Como. Yeah, I think you mentioned it's Italy. Yeah. Then, yeah. So, so Lake Como is north of Milan, Milano. Um, it's, um, it's a beautiful lake. And very, it's not beautiful country. Not much to do, which is exactly what I want. Just won the Euro Cup. <laughs> Thanks, honey. It's... Um, but but we're good. So we, we wanted to work remotely, combine work and and vacation remotely oh. for three weeks. And we looked at just renting a car just for that period. And bear in mind, to get there, we'd probably have to drive. Through, not probably. You have to drive through Germany, Switzerland, and Italy. Mm-hmm. Three countries. It's maybe the return trip is around 2,000 kilometers and just getting a car there was super expensive. Yeah, right? yeah. And so then we looked at other other ways of getting a car cheaper and actually it turns out the best way is to just lease a car for yeah. two years. So you're leasing a car for two years and what kind of car is it? Oh my God, it's the most like alpha male, ridiculous, <laughs> like, so it's called, it's, this, it's the Seat Cupra, yeah. which means like copper. We're going we're gonna to put a picture on yeah, Instagram. on Instagram. It's really manly, and it's uh, funny is because like my girlfriend's on driving, it. <laughs> <And> she really <laughs> likes it. So we we oops, shit, just dropped my coaster. Um, we made a list of our needs before we started looking. Okay, I'll tell you my mm-hmm. needs. So organized. She explained her needs. Mm-hmm. For me, I wanted it to be energy efficient. Yeah. This is a big thing for me. Like I really, really don't want to, like pump more carbon emissions and diesel. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I didn't want a diesel at all. Ideally, a hybrid. We did. We couldn't go full electric because one of the needs was being able to go on long trips, and unfortunately. European charging infrastructure just isn't there yet. That's so no, no, no Tesla for you. No Tesla because you couldn't drive to Croatia on a Tesla. Like, oh, you'd have to do a really ridiculous just, route. Just takes a while. Yeah, you'd have to take like, a crazy <laughs> route. Um, so that was the first need. The second need for me was I want a great sound system. Like, I want okay. a really good music. Interesting. Yeah. Like, because like if you're on a long trip, so you want to listen to great music, great podcasts, yeah, great uh, audiobooks, yeah. and I wanted like really nice sound system. I mean, this is a hundred percent can sign this, and I mean, I have a car probably doesn't have a great sound system but i do love to just fine tune up my my radio flux fm <laughs> like yeah flux <laughs> fm obviously um and just listen to music because you have it i mean you definitely have like this surround system kind of right because you're literally in a like such a small kind of yeah. space and listening to music in the car is just so much better than just listening to music at home yeah unless you have like headphones and it's just like the same as like listening to headphones it just without which pay, yeah. obviously it's not great you lose like kind of you know, your sense of where you are and what you're at and what you're doing and stuff. But it's sometimes the case. Exactly. You just put on like your remote, um, was like your remote pilot <laughs> <laughs> or autopilot and you just drive and listen to music. It's great. So yeah, great sound system. I uh, and, take and, it off. And comfort, like interior comfort. comfort yeah. Because if, you know, driving to Italy would be two seven hour days, two seven, maybe a six hour day and a seven hour day. And so I wanted nice seats, plenty of leg room. Mm-hmm. Like I, I wanted us to feel 
if, if we were stuck in a traffic jam, we wouldn't be super comfortable. Yeah. You know? Okay. Um, AC is also another thing, but most modern cars have AC, like decent AC. So yeah, yeah. yeah. My girlfriend's needs were slightly different. <laughs> she wanted something that goes very fast. Uh, boy, really? Like, yeah. Boy racer. Um, the luxuries you have in Germany, I guess. On, yeah. On, on, on out, out bank. Um, and I think she wanted, like, she cares a lot about the aesthetics. The color, mm -hmm. the style, yeah. how it looks. Oh so, yeah, what what color is it actually? I saw I saw the car from the inside of it, it's else. like a black with copper trim. Black approved. What's a copper trim? Copper, like the copper color, cupra. Ah yeah yeah yeah. So it has kind of so it reflects like, like kind the wheels of copper, and or? the edges and everything. Yeah. It's really yeah. And it, for me, that's the least pretty... important. <laughs> for me, that's the least important thing because you're in the car. You don't look at it. No, right? I, I, lo I love black cars. Yeah, yeah. for me, like, for yeah. me, it was I, was I was saying most of the time we spend with the car, we're going to be inside. It. I don't care what color it is. Like, if it was white, maybe it's harder to wash. I get to wash it. Yeah, more often. Do you, I don't know. I mean, if you have the choice between an ugly car from the outside or a nice car from the outside, sure. You probably choose. If if I have a choice between a great sound system and an ugly car, I'd go for a great sound system. Yeah, but if you have the choice in general and yeah. you know pay the same price, then yeah, yeah. <laughs> go uh, for the nicer color. And so, so basically, with there are three or four brands within our price range in in Germany. So mm -hmm. one was like the cheap Audi. Another was like a VW. I've forgotten them. A VW for the win. I think it was a, a VW Polo or something, which was hybrid. Uh, VW Golf Five. Maybe I can't. Honestly, I'm not good. <laughs> That's my car. Yeah, was it, is that hybrid? <laughs> no, no. Uh, I think because we, we only wanted a hybrid, right? And so yeah. it was a it was a Seat, a VW, an Audi, maybe another, and yeah. the Audi had a three month waiting list just for leasing. I just want to say, I think if I would have the choice from like, and I have no clue about like interior and mm. like what's what's coming with it, but just like from the look of it, always go for Audi. I feel like I have the nicest cars, but yeah, yeah, like and, waiting this and the, yeah. the Audi, the Audi was really nice, mm -hmm. like really beautiful. Mm. Bit more expensive, the highest part yeah. of our price range, yeah. but the three month waiting list was a deal breaker. Yeah. We wanted for our trip, like yeah, the whole point. Like, was, you couldn't even have it in summer. So exactly. The, point? Yeah. the whole reason we started this investigation was we're going to go to Italy in September, mm -hmm. and we wouldn't have been there, so that instantly would have. So you're getting your car when? It depends. Mm -hmm. uh, Berliners will know how bureaucratic any form of Berlin is. Uh, we have to wait for the registration. So when you get the plate and everything, yeah. uh, we've been told it'll be two to four weeks. So okay. best case scenario, August 1st, August the 7th. Worst mm -hmm. case scenario, before my birthday, August 20th. Uh, we want to try and do it. Because I have the week off before my birthday. It'd be great to have the car by then. Um, and then there's other things we need to get, like parking. and that. But we yeah. can only apply for yeah. those once we have the registration. Yeah. So. That is exciting news. Like all in all, like yeah. this is it gives you like so much more flexibility. Obviously, um, also spoiler makes you so much more lazy because hey, I have a car, bought a car, mm. owned a car since I'm probably twenty. Always wanted a car. Just three years. Uh, exactly right. <laughs> uh, how, how come you're only eighteen? <laughs> um, yeah, but it's such a great addition to becoming. Um, to becoming independent. <laughs> wow, I sound, I sound like a parent talking no, to Shia. No, but it's true. Yeah, it's, and, you're so independent when you actually own your own car because you don't have to rely on anyone, like you know, to do anything. So, and truthfully, like none of right? us know. Like, will are there going to be future lockdowns? Will exactly. will we only be able to travel around Germany for the next year? And mm -hmm. in that case, we really have the flexibility to go like, to the woods or go somewhere off the grid. Because yeah. I think that's both what we want. 
we don't just want to go to like major cities mm-hmm. and yeah. Yeah. which is fine for public transport and infrastructure if i wanted to go yeah. to paris or- i mean that's the thing right like so just if it would be just a car for berlin i would say oh, mm-hmm. well what's the point um but if this is like the plan you know you go out and you want to be um yeah in in the woods and and just just go i don't know on random days to to the outskirts of berlin uh, it makes so much more sense to yeah. have a car especially also with a pet because it makes life um exactly easier. but never have i ever bought a car you have bought a car mm-hmm. tell us about i've been in your car several times yeah um it's great owning a car my first ever car was um the old car from my mom which she had i don't know you know when she was a mom obviously so it's a it's a, it's a proper family car big car yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, it was a renault Scenic in frock green if you if you, <laughs> if you, if you say it like this and honestly like so it was such an um and like for, for me honestly amazing car i absolutely loved it obviously it was my first car ever like i owned but imagine this how old was i was i actually i think i was 20 when i got it like 20 year old like cute little henny in this massive big family car but then on on the highway i don't know i think all my friends were like fun of me mm. i absolutely loved it because i could comfortably carry four people on top of me yeah yeah. it had like a proper so you know like the middle seat which usually is just like a very like the middle seat in the back which is just like very crampy like i don't know no one really wants to sit there had like a proper seat with a proper seat belt and trips to ikea where all of a sudden heaven because you could carry everything um it is so so great uh, yeah, had a few problems in the end, so we kind of broke down and we sold it to Poland. <laughs> How long did you have the car for? So you got it when you were 20? Um, yeah, I got it when I was 20 and I still had it when I left to Australia for the first time. Okay. So it was 2014, so like four years. I came back, it was still there and I think I had like my, my last ride with it. So maybe I had it for like six years, five, six years. And my mom before had it for, I guess, also five, six years maybe even a bit more, maybe seven. And she also loved the car. She nice. really loved the car. Yeah, so we both cried some tears when we had to, nice. like, sell it. Um, but, yeah, it wasn't, I don't know, like, TÜV, you know, like the road worthiness certificate in Germany, whatever that is called in England. Um, it was just too expensive to get it. So, I'm like, yeah, it's not, it's not worth it yeah. at some point. Um, but, obviously, yeah, so I came back from Australia and was – actually stuck in this and this is like such a major difference to know but i was stuck in this um small little town we were talking about before like egan where you have to have a car to like go around or you can take the bus which probably leaves once a day in like two i don't know and takes two hours to go to a 12 kilometer um distant biggest city i don't know um anyway so yeah i bought the car of a someone someone from 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 the town was it somebody My, you would have met at the nightclub i know it was <laughs> it was like a, a buff so it was like a pensioner who was okay. too old to like drive oh. the car <laughs> and i got i got like the contact from like a friend because it was like her aunt's father i don't know what makes it him to to her yeah, yeah. i guess like grand oh my god like grand uncle or something grand i have no uncle, clue. Yeah. Um, anyway, was a was a pensioner car, so quite old, but 
not with a lot of kilometers what you want in a car, right? Um, it's it, and they still have this car, by the way. Spoiler. Yeah, it's a Golf Five Silver. Very, very much love it. I don't know. I feel like for the when it was built in two thousand and two or two thousand and three. Twenty years old. Yeah, I mean, it still have like you know, it has like aircon. It has like kind of all things you want in a car, comfortable. Um, but yeah, I think around like two years ago, or three years ago, things started to break down because it is so old, even though the kilometers are not as um, much on the on, on, on the radar. Um, but yeah, then I had to replace the tires, I had to replace, um, I don't know, like the oil filter mm. and, so, and so on, like things you don't really think about, but they do get quite expensive. And it didn't pass like the um, yeah road worthiness certificate, whatever. Um, yeah. So now I'm also kind of like thinking, is it worth it to have you a car? Drive our car. No, well, I can drive the car, <laughs> but as you said, right? I'm, I'm so used to like having a car yeah. to be like so flexible of like going somewhere. And then it goes home, and people in the last week will, will remember the podcast, like. Going home to your family's house in Aiken, you do that quite regularly before COVID. Before COVID, yeah, I yeah. was doing that quite regularly. That's true. Mm-hmm. Going home again in like two weeks because mummy's daddy's birthday. Yeah. And you um, need that flexibility because the train to Magdeburg and then getting picked up would be very. Yeah. I mean, do I, I think, do I need it? Or is it just literally comfortability? Mm-hmm. And I think for me, it's just literally, you know, I, I don't want to have you be a schedule. Oh, I need to take the train at like exactly one pm. I'm like, oh no, yeah. oops, I'm ten minutes late. Okay, so I'll just go ten minutes later and still be there probably earlier than I would have taken the train. Yeah. Anyway, big flexibility, uh, a bit of a factor of you know costs and I mean, a bit, quite a bit of factor of like costs and uh, yeah. I don't know, responsibility as well, because, you know, like every time you go somewhere, you want to leave the country, you um, don't, for example, in, in lockdown, I didn't really take care of my car. It was there, but, you know, I barely went out anyway. And um, I can park it for free in my street. But yeah. Um, and so I didn't look after my car for like three months. It was just there, but because I couldn't go anywhere, I didn't go anywhere. Mm. And they did like some constructions in my street, so they had to they they put like a um, like a paper in my in my windshield saying hey move your car uh, because they put up some some signs saying so he is um, it's it's going to be a construction site from I don't know three three days onwards uh, and I didn't move it obviously because it didn't go to my car. So they had to have people come to move my car for me. You didn't realize. I didn't realize, no. And then they sent me a bill over, what, what was it? I think it was 180 euros. That's bullshit. That they had to move my car because I didn't respond to this um, fine. I hope you appealed it. I didn't because how, how do you appeal this? Is, I mean, because honestly, this is like me being lazy. Like, am I... Am I having the right to appeal this? I have no clue. I mean, like, if you're parking somewhere where it's free to park and you're allowed to park there. It was free to park, but then they put up signs, temp- temporary signs, mm-hmm. that it's not free to park anymore and it's literally not allowed to park here. Am I I'd have paid the COVID card. And been like, I, was, I was thinking about it. I wasn't even my house. I was thinking about it's it. A but... It's not like a... Oh, this is me being lazy. Anyway. Anyway, I, I imagine we'll probably have more remote podcasts. In the future, because of these things, because of this yeah. factor, we've we've never done a remote pod. 
And so what this means is we'll probably do more remote pods. Almost, I don't know, not almost, every pod. Every pod. (laughs) From now on. (laughs) No, 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 every pod we've done before, we've been able to see each other. Yeah. Whether we were sober enough to see each other. Whether we were sober enough to see each other has been another thing. But yeah, and so never have I ever bought a car. Now for something new. So we've been uh-huh. thinking how we can uh, invigorate the podcast. And personally, I've also been thinking about my responsibility as a Berliner to speak German. My girlfriend is German. The person, my co-host is German. Uh, a lot of my friends yeah. are German. Uh, genau. <laughs> genau. And my German isn't good enough. And I feel a lot of shame. I feel a bit of embarrassment. And so we're excited to announce a new section, which will be launching from next week. So not too excited. The name of the pod, the name of the section is... Ich bin ein Berliner. So basically we'll have one section every week, roughly the same length as all of our other sections, between 10, 12 minutes, which we'll do, or we'll try and do, (laughs) in German. And for me to be able to do that well, I need a little bit of preparation. I can't do it spontaneous. Yeah. And so we'd love to have listeners... I can. (laughs) Ich kann. (laughs) Henny can. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah Let, let's see let's see how this will turn out like how, um, how the decks have changed i think henny will knock it out of the park <laughs> um but my goal is so we normally record the pod on thursday we're letting you in behind the behind the scenes um my goal would be by monday for us to know what the topic is for ish Berliner. so i could spend a couple of days thinking about what i want to say so i understand because I, I prefer to have a, like a little bit of yeah, idea of what I'm doing. So, you know, at school, I was the guy who, like, always... So, for everyone who knows me for that, he puts a lot of effort in preparations, actually. Uh, exactly. <laughs> so, that, that's why our sound may sound actually better today than it <laughs> did in the last in the last weeks. <laughs> because he was doing some research and some preps for this. Um, so, yeah. Please give him some recommendations, some topics we can talk about. And simple um, stuff, right? We're not, yeah. I don't want to talk about nuclear physics. Let's not talk about politics because also I don't want it. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe in, maybe come September, we can talk about the election close to the time. But right yeah, now, okay. summer, yeah, yeah. whatever, we don't have to. But sections that it's not just going to be in German. We want it to be about Germany or mm-hmm. German mm-hmm. important values and, and issues. So yeah, if you have any suggestions, how do you get in touch? You can send us either an email to hello at boardberliners.com. You can hit us up on Instagram at boardberliners or at Twitter. Yep, at boardberliners. No one does it though. No, no one does it though. <laughs> you could be our first Hi. Twitter message. Do yeah. it. You probably win something. So yeah, tune in next week to hear the first segment in our Ich bin ein Berliner segment. Genau. And here we go, last section of our podcast, which means what we're looking forward to in the next seven days. Let's wrap this up. Let's wrap it up. Um, exciting stuff. First, my daddy is coming, and I think I already announced it in the last podcast. Uh, he has to do a lot of work here. <laughs> just to, <laughs> remember, true, just to but... remind listeners, this is the same daddy who 
stayed late at her granddad's birthday and booked a flight to <laughs> booked a trip to Budapest, right? Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah, so he uh, kind of reminded me on, I think Tuesday, Wednesday, that sent me sent me sent me all the pictures which like need to be fixed in your flat and so on and so on. So I did um, have a few projects lined up for him here. Also, if you have any suggestions by tonight, tomorrow, um, hit me up for what else we can do because the weather looks rather disappointing. Spicy food in Berlin, he said he wanted, right? Yeah, spicy food. I think I'm going to book a art exhibition at Berghain. Uh, by the way, just a quick side note, I heard Berghain is actually open again, at least the, the uh, vegan yeah, yeah, yeah. from like last week on. Uh, yeah, sure. Let's take it out there. I think it's a, it's a great start to he's, Berlin weekend. He's staying the weekend. He's saying the weekend, yeah. yeah. Um, I think he's more interested in some uh, East Kitas. So he was talking about Kovitskis, so Prenzlauer Berg nice. and stuff. So, yeah, unfortunately, weather Saturday doesn't look great mm. either. Well, we'll see. I will find something by tomorrow. Um, and the second thing I'm looking forward to, oh, yeah, is on, well... <laughs> Supposed to be on Thursday. Maybe it happens even earlier. But my second vaccination is taking place with Mugena. Um From then on, I'm going to be fully vaccinated in Ooh. two weeks from that point on. Not probably not looking forward too much to the vaccination itself because yeah. I heard mRNA um, vaccinations taking a turn on you a little bit a second time. But honestly, suck it up. I, honestly, it's really like... I'm really pleased the people I love and care about are getting fully jabbed soon. Yeah. For two reasons. One, it makes life easier. I know that sounds practical, but like how many of us are bored of doing tests before yeah, we have to do Yeah, you don't have stuff? to think about it, especially on like days like last Friday when it spontaneous starts to rain and you have to go inside yeah. and you don't did it, like you didn't do a test before. Like, exactly. damn it, what do you do? So you have dinner outside in the rain. Yeah, you have dinner outside in the rain, right. So, so the, the, yeah, the, the ability to do things such as go inside, go to an art gallery, go to museums. And the second reason is Delta is serious. I have I, I have friends in the UK, but also in yeah, a colleague in Germany who they've had one job and they got coronavirus from Delta. And they, yeah. so like, like from a personal point of view, like I'm really pleased you're getting it and either Monday or Thursday, whenever, and you'll be fully done soon. Yeah, yeah. So very much looking forward to that. And what about you? Well, similarly, Monday next week will be my two weeks since my second job. So in the app you have, I imagine it's the same for a lot of European listeners. It has a countdown, which is really nice to look at. Like it says, you'll be fully vaccinated in seven days, six days, five days. I'm looking forward to that turning from blue. I think it turns to green. And then that's the pass you use to when you travel, when you get to restaurants or whatever. Yeah. I'm just thinking about it. I'm not sure if you heard about it, but um, how we booked our appointments for COVID, you know, this app called Dr. Lip. Yeah. I probably got crashed last night or like a couple of nights ago um, in France. Yeah, because of the... Because, yeah, was, yeah. yeah, because uh, probably in France now it's mandatory. I'm not sure if for if for everyone or if it's just for the um, the health stuff, like health section stuff. But yeah, so because more than a million appointments got booked like on the same time, <laughs> the so app just really crashed. What but... they did in France was very clever, and I hope they do it in Germany. Although Merkel's already said they won't do it, which is he said to get to go to any form of like public life, um, cafes, bars, restaurants, swimming pools, you need a positive vaccination or a negative test, 
and negative tests are going to stop being free. Oh, yeah. Okay. And I as soon as he said that, everyone was like, ah, oh, yeah. And mm. so I think within like the first hour, they had two All your arguments you had before just become, yeah. I don't know. Because before people kind of were like, okay, yeah, if I want to go to a restaurant, I'll just get a negative test. And it's free in Berlin. Yeah. Because I must have like, I don't yeah. know how many tests. I know. I guess the message here is just don't be an idiot. Don't be an idiot. <laughs> get get vaccinated if, if you can. Yeah. So that's, that's the main thing I'm looking forward to. But truthfully, like having had a busy, hectic weekend, I'm looking forward to having some downtime. Now, summer is a marathon. We're not even in mid-July yet. Oh. We have the the Board Berliners annual general meeting at Henny's on the 30th of <laughs> yeah. June. Um, so I'm looking forward to having a bit of a quiet week. Yeah. But as we said, uh, socializing became rather difficult, or not difficult, but exhausting. So we need to take our breaks. We need to take um, some time for yeah. ourselves and regain our energy. And that's what we're doing now. And then we, you know, see each other next week again yeah. either monday tuesday wednesday or thursday tune in next week listeners bye bye